Welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you're listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories uh, that have happened to us or entrepreneurs that we meet to hopefully motivate you for the week to come. If you listened to last week's episode, you heard us announce a new series that we're calling Scaling Mentorship, where we interview really successful leaders and founders uh, in front of a live audience to talk about their story and how they were able to navigate their career. And actually, because of this initiative, we've been meeting a lot of pretty successful people lately and interfacing with them, folks that to some may seem unreachable. And when we're spending time with these people that are clearly really accomplished, you can't help but think that, wow, they're sort of on another level, and why does this conversation seem to go so easily, right? Shouldn't it be hard to interface with someone that's so successful? Shouldn't we be nervous? And a lot of times, we aren't. Now, we found that out early in our careers that we tend to actually feel pretty comfortable around people that are much more accomplished, but we know that not everybody does. And so we started thinking about why is it that we feel comfortable and hopefully give you some takeaways about how we approach being in front of successful people and accomplished people and how they're actually much more reachable than you think. Even in the last couple of conversations that we had with Andrew Glincher and Becky, Becky Frankowitz, you're going to hear from her next week. She is um, the president of North America of Manpower Group. Which is a massive public company, 30,000 employees, $21 billion revenue company. Huge companies. And both times, separately, unrelated, unprompted, it came out from these individuals in the last couple of weeks that it's critical for anyone, young or old, to understand how to talk to important people, how to ask for help and get them to be your allies because they're ultimately going to help you get to where you want to get to. And I think surrogate comes down to the fact that uh, for a lot of us, there's some perceived risk in interacting with somebody that might be better than for whatever reason. We were actually on the Jordan Harbinger show this week talking about just that real versus perceived risk and how oftentimes perceived risk actually stops us from pursuing something or even pursuing an interaction. And I think that's where it comes down to is, you know, innately we think, well, you know, this person is so much better than us. Maybe we're wasting their time by interacting with them. So a couple of months ago, I was approached by somebody at NYU to meet with a gentleman whose son is a prospective student, somebody that's planning on uh, potentially going to NYU. And they happened to be Russian and they thought, hey, could you talk to this guy? Well, as I found out, this gentleman that they wanted me to talk to is actually a billionaire. <laughs> He's an oligarch. Um, and so, you know, I, I could have I said no, but I jumped in the opportunity because I'm fairly comfortable with interfacing with, with people of all sort of walks of life. Let's face it, you were never going to say no. I, I mean, wasn't going to say no. No, I, I've learned that the perceived risk uh, needs to be overcome in that situation. So I, I said yes, for sure I said yes. And I'm one of the few people that understands uh, how the entrepreneurial work that we do at the university works and happens to speak Russian. Nobody else at the university can do both of those things. So I said yes and ended up meeting the guy, his daughter and his son who was uh, actually thinking about going to the university. We chatted for about half an hour about the work that I do, about how NYU supports entrepreneurship, which is something his son is interested in. And I was thinking, you know, what made that conversation so smooth? And I'll tell you two things. One is that I was prepared, so I knew some of the talking points that I wanted to have in that conversation, what I wanted that individual to take away from the type of entrepreneurial work that we do. I read his bio. I knew a lot about him and his career in case that somehow came up. And generally, I felt good about what I wanted to say about the institution. But the other thing, too is that I didn't gloat. And a lot of people, you know, when they meet somebody famous or successful, they, their instinct is to say, oh my God, you're so great, or, you know, we love your work, or you're my favorite actor, whatever. But you have to realize that 
most people, first of all, they started off probably where you were. So they're just a normal person now that's in a different position. And secondly, they want to be talked to like a normal person. And so your default should be that. So I asked the guy about how his trip was over. Um, you know, I talked to, to his son about one of the businesses that he ran and asked a bunch of questions because the kid was excited to talk about it and I tried to involve the dad into the conversation. And it ended up being a very generic and genuine conversation where both parties came away relatively satisfied with the interaction. And actually, Jordan Harbinger also had Moby on his show recently, I think probably a month ago. It got published a few weeks ago. So Moby came before us. <laughs> but uh, Moby was talking about how, you know, when he catapulted to success, it was a little bit weird for him to be around people like Elon Musk or Bono or the Dalai Lama uh, because he felt like, well, what am I doing here? But then very quickly, he realized that they're just people like himself. And even though now he was very successful and uh, worthy of being in their presence, he still had the same insecurities and whatever issues that he had uh, before he became really wealthy. As a matter of fact, maybe even got amplified. And these other successful people also have their own things and their own problems. So that helped him realize that ultimately we're all on the same level playing field and everybody has their own problems, everybody's human and it's much easier actually to approach a situation like that where you're gonna be in front of somebody that's uh, again successful or famous uh, realizing that they're just like you and I and that you shouldn't really work to impress them because they would just want to be normal like the rest of us. Yeah, if you ever see somebody on Instagram that happens, that seems to be rubbing shoulders with successful people or maybe a friend that you know from high school happens to be friends with someone famous and you're like, how did that happen? I'll tell you how it happened. They approached it as a friendship first. They treated that person as a friend. They were nice to them and they weren't, you know, they were just trying to treat them like a human being and a friendship evolved just like it would with anybody else. So think about that next time you're faced with someone that might be important or further along in their careers than you. They want to talk to you like a normal human being. But also, you know, having had Andrew Glincher on the show recently, Becky Frankowitz, the episode is going to be live next week. These are both people that literally oversee thousands and thousands and thousands of other people. And so they seem pretty unreachable. But both of those interviews, I mean, maybe it's because they were on a show called The Mentors and they felt compelled to talk about this. But in both of those interviews, they expressed that the people that they work with should not be afraid to go straight to the top, whether it's the top of their department or even the top of the company, because the CEOs and executives and people that seem unreachable are actually listening and if there's a compelling reason to talk to them, they're happy to give their time because again, they've been in that position before. So one of the things that we urge you to try this week is if you've had somebody in your network that maybe they're not famous or successful, but they're more successful than you are and you felt like, you know what, I don't want to waste their time or ask them for help or ask them for advice because they're gonna feel like I'm just bugging them, try to move past that perceived risk and understand that maybe there's some value that they might find in talking to you because they might learn something new or because they simply want to help. And ultimately, if they say no or ignore you because they're too busy, you haven't really lost anything. There's no real risk there. You can always try again. As a matter of fact, you should try again because there's a very high chance that you will ultimately get some exposure to that person because most people don't try. And you'll stand out from the rest by actually even putting the foot forward. So there you go. Even talking to billionaires, it's not rocket science. You want to be prepared for any conversation. Vadim and I talk about this all the time. Preparation is key so that you feel comfortable yourself, but ultimately treat others like you would treat any regular person. And you can see that a relationship can evolve from that. Yeah, and most importantly, be yourself because you have a unique outlook on the world. You have a unique perspective and your own unique value. And there's nothing that you have to say to make up for that. Whatever you have to say in your head is probably going to be just fine. 
That's it for the five minute pick me up for this week. And we're excited to see you again on Wednesday with our interview with Becky Frankowitz. Have a great week. See ya.